you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Well, welcome to episode nine. This is so exciting because it's our second to last episode of this season, which just seems so crazy. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like it has gone by so fast. It's so exciting to be here. Has I know, it, it feels by? like yesterday we started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> has it gone by so fast though? That is the question. No, actually. At times, at, at times. times yes. Now that we're to this point, I feel like it has mm-hmm. gone by fast. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. But if you all only knew <laughs> some of the behind the scenes to get to this point, it would feel momentous for you too. <laughs> yes. I think going back to our first episode when we said that we have never done this before, we are learning all that it takes to do a podcast and be all together in three different time zones zones and And try to figure out editing props to amanda because she does all the editing but yeah all of this is just we're just so grateful that we have gotten to this point yes i just i just think about when we recorded our first 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 episode which obviously we scratched (laughs) and then we recorded a few more and we scratched (laughs) yeah so we we literally recorded half the season and we scratched it and started all over again. So pretty much we have one and a half season. Well, I could say two seasons of content. Pretty but much, yes. <laughs> but we are excited. Here we are. Yes. Episode nine. Yeah. Here we are. So episode nine. Very exciting because this, um, not that it's, it's our second to last, so we're kind of acting like it's our last. But this week we are finishing up the second part of Matthew 22 through uh, 36 through 38, which is loving your neighbor as yourself. And last week we talked about what does it actually mean to love yourself. And this week we're going to be talking all about loving our neighbors. So um, super exciting and important. So let's just jump right into it. That's so good. Well, (laughs) actually, I wanted to share about a wedding that I went to this weekend. And um, I would love to start this conversation by saying that I went to this wedding and I was the best example of what it means to love your neighbor. No, I was not. I was actually the total opposite. I was all up in my fields. So um, this was my first Zimbabwean wedding in a very long time. I think uh, one of my good friends who got married a few years ago, I think that was her full-on Zimbabwean wedding. The bride and the groom was Zimbabwean. So, you know, I went to this wedding and, um, yes, it was a family wedding. Very excited. The whole family was there. My brother, sister-in-law, 
my beautiful niece it was just a joyous occasion but with all african weddings there is a lot of pressure and um yeah so we had finally gotten there we were at the reception we're about to sit down everything is going wild and i'm going wow for an african wedding look at this no drama we're at the reception we're about to sit down and then that's when the drama begins the people where we were supposed to sit people had sat on our table and here i was with my brother sister-in-law and my lovely niece and we're trying to find a table and we can't find one and the the bridal party is about to come in and that's usually a massive commotion for african weddings basically the ushers were going just dot yourselves everywhere and you can find somewhere to sit i was not having it you know i was like no ways i don't want to sit anywhere i want to sit with my brother and sister-in-law and i don't want to sit on this strange table with strange people anyway my dad saw how distressed we were he comes over the commotion gets even bigger and you know dads and their daughter he's gonna fight for us till the very end so basically to cut a long story short i just was all up in my fields and i just stood there and i was just being a spoiled little brat and then we finally get to a table where they find one for us where all three of us can sit down and we sit at the table my sister-in-law and brother are just happy people right so they go and then they go outside and i'm sitting there and i'm looking at my phone and i'm like oh man what a way to start a wedding and they're these two beautiful couples that are sitting next to me and they're just having a good old time anyway my brother comes back and he goes hey what you doing and then he goes oh have you talked to these guys Do you know their names i was like no i don't like really like I don't care who it is I don't know who they are and I'm just gonna stick to my side and in true fashion of my brother he is like the most hospitable person ever he goes hey guys what's your name my name is this person anyway basically we got into a conversation pretty much in the next five minutes we're all best friends we're laughing about life experiences and everything and in that moment um, I was talking to Amanda about the wedding like a few days later and I said I was not an example of what it means to love your neighbor as yourself. In that moment, I had an opportunity to reflect Jesus Christ to the people around me. In that moment, even when they couldn't find a table for me, if I was so consumed by the love of who God is in my life, I would have been like, okay, it's great. Put me on a table. This could be an opportunity to show the love of Christ. This could be an opportunity. Who knows who I'm going to meet? Who knows the impact that is going to have to the person? But also, what am I going to learn from someone else? Everywhere we go, we have people that are examples of who Jesus Christ is in our lives. And they're people that God loves so much. But when we read that verse and we say, love your neighbor as yourself, Loving our neighbor, we narrow it down to a set time. We narrow it down to a moment where it's like, oh, I'm on outreach. I am going to love someone. Oh, I'm with my church friends. I'm going to love someone. But actually, what does it mean to love someone in your everyday life? And sadly enough, podcast listeners, I failed that day. But you know what? I got up and I was like, dust off. Yes, Lord. Tomorrow, I am going to love better. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I think it's so relatable what you're saying because I feel like we all, I mean, it's why we're kind of talking about this, but it, it is that daily life stuff that I think we often, it passes us by and we're so unaware of that we all of a sudden just turn inward. So like whether that's just frustration, insecurity, 
all those types of things clouds just our perspective to see anything beyond ourself in that situation and oh my goodness happens more times than I'd love to admit in my life daily um but I, I love what you also pointed out is there is so much opportunity to love the people around us and it doesn't have to be in a set situation and it doesn't even have to be necessarily I love I think some people go to automatically like oh I'll pay I'll use my money to serve someone or all to love someone but it's like actually no just having a conversation having a just saying hi to a stranger next to you getting to know them wanting to know their story like it doesn't have to be I mean it totally can be paying for the person's coffee behind you in the Starbucks line or whatever coffee shop you go to and also Taffy and I were laughing as she was sharing that story and uh we maybe often sometimes have that tendency between us but Emily on the other hand is like the opposite of us and uh, okay I'm not saying that Taffy and I are terrible at this we we do love people but Emily just has such a gifting and such a um she really has just built a lifestyle around loving other people so really Emily I'm pointing this towards you um and I really just wanted to like ask you from people who maybe it it does take a little bit more sometimes to like step outside of ourselves although I'd say Taffy and I definitely love to make friends but you have just <laughs> cultivated a lifestyle of what this looks like in regards to loving your neighbor and that is in so many different capacities it just breeds into every aspect of your life even with your kids but I also know that that's a choice you've made and it doesn't always mean that loving your neighbor is easy. So do you wanna just share or can you share with us what that looks like in your life, how you've cultivated that, and then just maybe some of the things you've learned along the way to actually have that be a sustainable um, environment in your home. For sure. First of all, you're very underplaying yourself and Taffy right now. Amanda and Taffy love people so, so well. And anyone who knows both of them or one of them, you know that they are downplaying themselves. So let's just start there. But um, yeah, absolutely. I think that first I do I love people and I am the kind of person who is filled up by people. I love kind of the more people around the merrier and it totally rejuvenates me. Um, not saying that I don't enjoy like my quiet time, but for the most part, I do love being surrounded by people. And thankfully, I married someone who is very similar. And when we got married and we moved into our first home, I remember sitting on the couch together, our one couch that we had in our living room and just praying and asking the Lord to just fill our home and allow us to use it as a place for people to come and feel loved and feel welcomed. Um, we would always have an open door policy um, for our friends or anybody who needed, you know, a place to be or stay. And um, so it kind of started there as an adult, I would say. And it's really just like the Lord has just used it so much in my, especially I think having kids and realizing the need for community and loving other moms has been just a sweet season for me. 
to just bring other young women who have little kids or really any woman who um, has kids and needs a friend. It has been really sweet. So I just a little story about just how kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, the Lord can use you. I was at the, um, the coffee shop in my neighborhood and standing there, I was with my two kids. Actually, it was like the day I was going to give birth to my third son. And I was like, I'm going to go get myself a coffee and I'm going to go walk this baby out. So I was standing there by myself in the line, um, which is not something I usually do. I'm not like a go by myself person really anywhere. (laughs) So this was kind of out of like character for me to begin with, but the Lord had a plan. So I'm standing waiting for my coffee and I look over and I see this young mom with a little newborn baby and I just asked her like oh like your baby's so cute like is he your first blah 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 and we got to chatting and she had said that she was actually waiting for someone that she had met on an online there's online um like meet meet other moms sites and she was on this site and was supposed to be meeting this mom and she kind of turned to me and she goes I think I'm being stood up by the mom that I'm supposed to be meeting here And so I was just like, well, I'm about to go on a walk um, around my neighborhood, and I would love if you joined me. And so we walked, not kidding, for two hours and just talked, and I got to know her. And it was such a sweet reminder from the Lord of when we are obedient to loving people the way that he calls us to, and just like just saying hi to this girl at the coffee shop after we had talked for so long and walked and just like hearing how much it meant to her that I would step out and just be a friend and just invite her to go on a walk with me that I was already planning on going on meant so much to her. And in return, I feel like the Lord really blessed my heart as well and just like reaffirmed me and kind of gave me even a new encouragement and drive to continue to love people well and um, so that was just like a really sweet moment that the Lord just gave me that day and just being obedient and remembering like even when things are a little uncomfortable or maybe kind of weird to just ask a random person to go for a walk or whatever at a coffee shop that the Lord can use that and you never know where someone is and what their circumstances are or what their background is or you know, maybe to them, your hello is a life-changing experience. So that was a really encouraging kind of thing for me to experience that I feel like the Lord really gifted me with that day. And I actually ended up two hours later going to the hospital and having Cooper. So it was just a sweet thing. And I got to message her and tell her that I had him. And since then, we've actually met up and gotten to know each other better. So yeah, it was just really sweet. But kind of moving forward and kind of what it looks like for me tangibly in a day-to-day is kind of that, just looking for opportunities to reach out. I have, um, I used to lead a small group, so a lot of the times now with those those girls, they're all in college, so it's just kind of reaching out as a text message, like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, I actually just caught up with one girl who was playing soccer in university and ended up just being a a time when she needed to have a text from somebody that was like she just needed encouragement and so it ended up being like a really good time to talk to her and and then with 
you know, my, like I said already, like my fr mom friends, it's opening my home. I love having a million kids in our house and, um, or just the one-on-one -on -one with a friend. I'm going to totally brag on you for a second and say like, that was something, and it's just motivated me so much or given me so much encouragement to just take the small steps because that really started when you had Ollie and you just invited two or three and of your mom two, friends. Yeah. Two, mm -hmm. two, two of your mom friends over, and that group of two has grown to oh, a lot, eight, like eleven or nine, nine. I don't ten? know, a lot, <laughs> eleven, twelve. It's continually growing. Honestly, you know, like, I, yes, and I think that that like I am. I just that to me is just so encouraging. Just that small step of inviting one or two moms over or something like that, being in the stage that I'm in, knowing I kind of know one or two moms, right? And it's like, but I've seen what it looks like to, in you and through your example, when you open up, when you extend your home, when you extend all those things, the Lord uses it and people need that. Like we need that connection. So it's not hard to grow because people are looking, but are we are we being an yeah. answer, you know, to someone searching? Well, and you know? I think that like too, with that, I, we're talking a lot specifically about me and moms. And I think that this same thing applies to whether you're a high schooler, a college student, you're single, you are, you know, dating, whatever, whatever season of life you're in, yeah. even if you're like a woman who's raised her kids, they're out of the house, you know, you're feeling empty nest the empty nest syndrome, like we've talked a lot with our mom when she's kind of gone through that. And like one of the things that I have really felt blessing from loving others is in times when I feel like I am having a hard time maybe loving myself or I am really caught in my own head or I'm having a hard time like receiving love from the Lord like taking a step to love other people is often a very good way for me to kind of get back on track with all of those things. Because I think oftentimes for me, like I'll get in my head of like whatever is going on. But then when we look outward and when we look first to Jesus and then to others, the, the perspective I think that we get from that is so good. I think part of like why the verse says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor. And I think it, like, it doesn't say love the Lord your God and love, and then love yourself. It says love the Lord your God and then love your neighbor as yourself. I think that is just such a key thing for us, especially in our society today. We're so inward focused of, you know, what can you do for me? What am I going to get out of this? What are you going to provide for me? Whereas I think properly loving people comes from a place of how can I serve you? And when you look at Jesus's life, he was never looking to get something out of relation or out of doing things for others other than because he's Jesus and he's king, recognition of who he is. And that's our job as image bearers of Christ is to reflect that so that people see Jesus in us, not that they're looking at me saying, oh, Emily is like this whatever person, but that they would see, oh, something's different in her. And like, what is that? And I want to know that more. And so I think like 
we just have such an opportunity to love people through like a text or a call or a coffee date or an ice, like for, I say ice cream because I love ice cream, but like, um, a lunch date, a, like a sweet high as you're walking past someone in the grocery store, like little things kind of Mandy mentioned, like maybe it is monetary in some areas of your life, blessing someone with a meal or, you know, those kind of things. But like realizing that it comes from a place of like, God, you first loved me. So how can I share that same love with another person? Um, it's so good. Yeah. I think it's just a sweet blessing. It's so good. Cause that's exactly like, it caught me when you were, when you were talking at the beginning, you said, um, that part where you're choosing to love someone the way that Jesus loved and and you said it you said like not even just because i'm a mom but in whatever season you're in and one thing that i was reminded again when i was just sharing with amanda about the wedding day is that i was so caught up in myself that i lost sight of seeing god do something around the people around me that mm -hmm. even in the midst of me having to go sit by myself by myself you know like my brother and sister-in-law were going to sit together, you know, they're married, they're going to sit together. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment where all the pity party of, oh, I'm by myself and I'm single and I just get to be thrown on whatever table it is. I had a choice to either spiral down in that or to choose to go, what opportunity do you have for me in this time? And, and unpacking that verse and going, God calls us to love him. And out of that love for him, there's an overflow to love your neighbor. And that's exactly what it is. In our own strength, we cannot love well. We love selfishly. And that's the truth. Like you can put up your hand. In, um, in my strength, I will love selfishly. I will love out of how does this benefit me, even when it looks good to the people around me. But when it comes to when you are consumed by the love of Jesus Christ, the way you then love your neighbor is from a very selfless part. And that was what Jesus Christ did when he was on this earth. He said, I am about my father's business. I am doing what the father is asking me to do. So when he loved us, even when we're being punks, you know, Judas Iscariot, Peter, they were punks and they would do things and you'd be like, are you kidding me? Like you're with Jesus and this is what you're doing. He still loved selflessly, selflessly. And that is the point of, yes, we love God with all our heart, soul and mind. And from there, we have the ability to see the individual at a coffee shop who is sitting by herself. We have the ability to talk to someone at a wedding table when you're left all by yourself and you look very exposed and very single, holding your phone and just going, I have no one to talk to right now. But I had a choice to pick myself up, get out of my own little selfishness and see the people that were around me and invite them into the story. And that's what, you know, Emily was talking about. You know, we get to be a light to the people that are around us. Yeah. And I mean, it, goodness, it's so good and so beautiful, just both of those stories and perspectives and the way that we go about, but I think that there's, you know, beauty and even honoring Utah and recognizing like that is a lot of time our situations and that's the things that we continually grow and learn and the Lord just like identifies for us. And 
I hope that even as you're listening to both of them, one, you can hear Taffy and, and say like, hey, actually, Lord, like highlight those times in our life to us, like highlight when that happens, because, you know, we do miss those opportunities. But with them also just the passion in the purpose that you receive, even in just this simple commandment that the Lord has given us to love other people. And something I guess I want to point out is if throughout this season of the podcast, we've definitely talked about seasons of transition. We've talked about figuring out what and who you are in and through those seasons or things like that. And I just want to point out there, if you're struggling to know what your purpose is right now or your purpose is in the season you find yourself in, this is our purpose. And and I know that we all have specific things and that God really does call us to, uh, you know, we have specific vessels that he uses and that we um, you know, have special giftings, all those types of things. But if you find yourself in a season and you're really questioning, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't know where to start. I don't know what my purpose is right now. Can I just encourage you? This is your purpose. This is our purpose as believers in Christ is to love the people around us. And so even as you're seeking God for maybe the specifics or you're seeking him for that next step that you're waiting for or clarity on something, pursue loving the people around you because this no matter what it looks like where we're at what season we're involved in this is our purpose as believers regardless of what that looks like specifically for yourself so if anything start here just look at the people around you and like emily said that's can be a smile in the grocery store and start there you know but just i say lean into that and allow that to just drive your purpose in this season if you feel lost or confused because this really is what we are all called to. Yeah, and as we're, as we're wrapping up for the day, um, I was just reminded of Ephesians 5, verse 1 to 2, and I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. And it's, you know, you could be listening to all our stories and just going, oh, that's a very good idea. But actually, it's not just a good idea. It's a biblical idea. It's a godly idea. And it's painted out perfectly in um, Ephesians 5, verse 1 to 2. And it says, Be imitators of God in everything you do, for then you will represent your Father as his beloved sons and daughters, and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ, for he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. And as we're finishing that off, we are to be imitators of Christ because that's what Christianity is. That's what it means to be a Christian is to be Christ-like. So if we are to be imitators of Christ, are we going to be a sweet aroma fragrance, a healing fragrance to the people that are around us? So we pray that you're encouraged. Stick around for the challenge of the week and our prayer action for this week. All right, so this week for our challenge, we are gonna kind of stick to our theme today of loving others. So we are going to challenge you guys and ourselves to meet a friend or someone that you've been meaning to reach out to, um, ask them to coffee or lunch or 
just meet up with them, invite them over to your home, um, and just get to know them. And Or if they are a good friend of yours, just pour into them, love on them, encourage them, and uh, yeah, just look for that opportunity. If you're like, I have people at my house every day for coffee, you have people constantly over, maybe it's this at this point when you are walking around the grocery store or you're at a coffee shop, you're picking kids up from school, whatever it is, finding someone to intentionally say hello to or encourage or help someone to the car with their groceries or, you know, even if you're bold enough, start talking to them about Jesus and share with them like your love for Christ. Um, so yeah, those would be, that's our tangible challenge this week. Taff, you've got our prayer challenge. Yes, so our prayer challenge is going to come from Ephesians 5 verse 1 to 2. And as I read it at the end of this episode, it was talking about being imitators of Christ. And from that, for us to be a sweet fragrance to the people around us. So this week, get your Bibles out as you're praying. Turn to Ephesians 5 and begin to pray that over your life, that you would be a sweet fragrance to the people that are around you as you love your neighbor as yourself. So I'm going to pray for us as we close up our episode. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are God and you are sovereign and you have shown us the perfect way of what it means to love our neighbor as ourselves and to love the people around us. And it's from that overflow of knowing who you are that we are able to love people and um, and to love them well. So Heavenly Father, may we be imitators of Jesus Christ as he walked on this earth. May we be a sweet fragrance to the people around us and give us the courage to step up and meet people and be able to see people in our everyday life. We thank you in no other name but the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Created Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. And you can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website at youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget you are created.